It's another episode of Dad's Take Flight. We appreciate you listening. You, when you open up, open up with a laugh. I don't know why it's always like so funny. Like when we open the show, it's always like, ha ah. ha ha. Maybe one of these days we'll tell you about the joke that is said before we open up the episode. But welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode hey, of Dad's Take big, Flight. Big shout out to all our Boston listeners. Did you see that? Like apparently, like uh, a third of our, our last listeners were all from the Boston, uh, Massachusetts yeah, area. Yeah, gotta so. appreciate fellow New, New Englanders. What are you guys all doing up there? Where'd you hear about us? You know, what I wonder though. Like I wonder because we talked about Trillium. So Trillium has like three. Uh, three breweries the two are around boston and and one was outside of boston and canton so i wonder if if that had some aspect like yeah i wonder i wonder what all the boston that uh, boston beer scene yeah which is also odd too i was gonna be like oh vinnie mac like a big boston sports fan then i was like not no. really though just the pats <laughs> <laughs> vinnie mac listen I'm, I'm gonna put vinnie mac on blast vinnie mac quit being a lions fan to join the pats when he moved here but it is do i mean i guess i guess it's fair because you're still a Detroit Pistons I'm fan. I'm not even offended. And still, like, a Detroit Tigers fan. So, like, that's enough pain that, like, I guess it's okay, like, if you were like, like I don't want to be miserable, like, your whole life. Because you could be like me, where I'm a Knicks fan, Mets fan, and Jets fan, and, like, sports are just not fun. Like, yeah. it's just, and you're just like, constantly the butt end of joke. So, uh, not a good time. Come on, Barry Sanders and Megatron both quit on the Lions. I think it's okay if me, a fair-weathered fan, did. I know, but I feel terrible. So, like, like I don't, I don't want to turn off our Boston Including listeners. Including Stafford, you've probably you bought, you've probably heard us enough. But like, I would, I guess, I guess, it's just envy. Like, I would love to have been born probably like the past, you know, probably like thirty years, right? Uh, and being a local like New Englander and growing up in Boston. Think, think about like a Boston family. Like, my brother in law, all he knows is Celtics winning chips, Bruins winning chips, Pats winning chips, Red Sox winning chips. True. Right? Like, if That's you are true. if you are below the age of thirty five. You know nothing but winning in Boston sports, like city of champions. Well, as a kid, I mean, they didn't. They had a rough going be, be before two thousand. I didn't even yeah, pay but like, attention as a kid, to them. Do you, but... do, I mean, I guess you, like, you really remember. But like, like, what age do you think sports like really become like significant for you? Like, where you really start to take, develop like a fandom? About like, ten. High, I was also say like high school. Oh well, in Detroit at the time yeah. in the late eighties, early nineties, the Pistons were really good, so you followed them a lot. The Red Wings were really good as they formed. All you know, they brought in all those Russians, and we took over the Stanley Cup for a few years. Um, what, what other sport am I am I forgetting? Oh, just basketball. Uh, obviously, football. We're not even going to talk about the Lions. Yeah. Hockey, Lions, basketball. Barry Sanders, Barry Calvin Sanders. Johnson, all right. retired under you had, 35. You had the university, because I'm born and raised in Metro Detroit, so you had the University of Michigan when the Fab Michigan Five State, came out. Fab Five, right? So blue. that's when everybody started ditching the 80s shorts and the, See, and the tall like, socks for I feel like I wasn't too much different than a lot of kids. I, I, I give you a lot of credit for your fandom there, but like when I was like 10, like we were living in Florida. I was a big Orlando Magic fan, Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal. They yeah. made the Magic run I, to the finals. Yeah. But then, like, I moved, and it was like, all right, well, like, and the magic sucked, and I was like, well, I'm not like, I'm not gonna stick with that, right? So like, my family's <laughs> from New York, so I became like, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll join like, you know, the family tree, and like. But I think as a kid, you didn't necessarily have like a dedicated. Well, maybe you did. I can't. Maybe I'm speaking on behalf of myself, but like a dedicated fandom, like. Like, I had a Charlotte Hornets jersey. I had Rip Hamilton's UConn yeah, jersey. Bogues and Al- yeah, Alonzo yeah. Mourning. I just liked certain jerseys. Remember when, like, yeah, that the, was a thing. The, 59, right, right. the 5950 hats were just big in general yeah. in middle school and oh, high school. I had so many. I had Dodgers yeah, fitted. I had St. Louis. I had, I had everything. Athletics fitted. But you would never catch me dead with a Cardinals hat right now. 
Yeah. You know, I've now progressed to but I also loyal think, fandom, I guess is what you would say. But I also feel like, like, so one of the things I've come to learn, like, even in, so, like, even in my own lifetime as a fan, like, there are events that solidify your fandom. Like, Absolutely. For example, like, for the Knicks, the Knicks would solidify my fandom. Actually, and a lot of people don't know this, but um, the year it was Marcus Camby, Larry Johnson, Latrell Sprewell, and um, Allen Houston, they were the eighth seed. He hits that runner uh, against the Heat, okay. and they win it. Like, that was a big thing. And Larry Johnson was doing the L, and I like the L for Lava Bear, and I played basketball. <laughs> so I was always, like, doing the L, too, right? Like... So, like, I think that, like, there's moments, like, or, or Man City, I became a fan when they did the, that year, they won their first chip, and they came back in, like, the 90th stoppage time, and they put, oh, like, three goals in the net. Yeah. So, I think that there's a Ronaldo made me a Man U fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, it, just coming out of it, you know? But, but I think that the, with your fandom, I think there's a certain piece where, like, you can have something where you grew up in the area, but I feel like it's solidified. Like, you have to have this solidifying, like, big moment, right? Like, the, if Detroit never won any chips, and there was no Joe Dumars and, like, the bad boys, like, would you really have been a Pistons fan, right? It's a great way to look at it. The other way to look at it as, as a Detroit transplant out in New England now is you guys get a free-for-all without getting questioned about who you follow. For example, Connecticut obviously doesn't have a designated team. So you could root for the Patriots. You could root for the Giants. You could root for the Jets. You could, you know, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you are a Jets fan. Yeah. Which everybody knows. Look back a few episodes. (laughs) (laughs) We went to the bar for for Pete's birthday. Pete's birthday. Um, But I'm just saying, like, like, I didn't, you don't necessarily have that liberty in Michigan, but outside of the Lions, could I, did I want to, I mean, there were some people that we went to school with that followed the Bears. Well, but, but I guess I, I, that's a really interesting point about Connecticut versus, like, so like our Mass fans, right? Like, I think if you're born in Massachusetts, like, do you have a choice to, like, not be, like, yeah, that's true. a Boston I think, fan? I figure as soon as you cross. Same in New York, right? Yeah, as like, soon as you cross that either Rhode Island or Massachusetts, board, Massachusetts border going north, it's, yeah, it's, it's Boston. But what's fascinating it's Boston, is that like, Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, Celtics, like that's typically what it is. Where it's interesting though, like when you get into like big fan cities, like big sports team cities, it's fascinating how like like I haven't met a fan base that's not diehard. Like I remember we went to uh, we went to the University of Maryland to go down to see a show one time we were in college. Oh, probably big time fan base. And like the the Raven stuff was everywhere. everywhere. Actually, there was a really interesting dichotomy in Baltimore because like um, there was like a bunch of Raven stuff, but there was also a lot of Washington Redskins stuff because you're close to DC. Right. So like, but it's fascinating how like wherever you are, if you're in a big time sports city, like that city bleeds. Like my buddy, uh, he lives out in Pittsburgh. Dude, their fan base, like, like I hate them, but I also totally respect them because like they're also diehard. Like they're right. diehard Pirates fans. Like. Diehard Pirates. Like, a diehard Pirates fan? When oh, yeah. They, they, they better, suck. Yeah, yeah. They've been the farm team for the Yankees for the better part same, of 40 the years. Same thing with the pe- uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really have, if you think Sorry, about sorry it. to my boy Wah, who's out in Pittsburgh. Oh, well, no, he's not a Bucks fan. I, 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 got, all the Pittsburgh I, fans. Got lo- I got love for Pittsburgh. I mean, Jimmy Leland coached there. Um, but the Penguins, they die hard for the Penguins, man. Like... Dude, that's just how it is, Ooh, man. Penguin, they got, they've always had solid hockey teams. There's yeah. always been that, you know, Penguins, Flyers, or what have you. But yeah, I just learned not to question anybody's fanhood because you never know anybody's particular story. Well, I always try to understand, like, the people that are like, oh, like, oh, I root for the Cowboys. Actually, no, now I say that, I'm like, the Cowboys, the yeah. Bulls. I'm like, oh, you were early 90s. But it's like, one, like, that would be the equivalent of me buying a Tampa Bay jersey right now because we all know my affinity for Tom Brady is pretty crazy, yeah. right? I'm a Michigan man. He's from Michigan. Partly why I became a bandwagon Pats fan, but... I still, I, I still followed the Pats, even though we watched a lot of crap from Cam Newton after the fact, right? I thought the first few games were pretty solid. I don't know he what had happened, some man. shots, but yeah, I don't know. I, well, after COVID, I don't, you, know, you never know, right? After he got COVID, he hadn't been the same. But COVID in the but you don't diet. see me like you don't see me buying, you know, Tom Brady's Bucks jersey. I found that fascinating, though. Just, I'll admit, I want to. 
I know. Well, I was going to say, because what was interesting is watching the Super Bowl with, with you and Larry from Automotive. Which I prefer to be as drunk as he did when he came off that boat, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> avocado tequila. Yeah, avocado tequila. But I found it fascinating in terms of, like, like all the Pats fans. I know, like, they were diehard rooting for Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, at the, like, like, you guys are such, like, like I don't know. It was interesting. I'm like, interested to see how that plays out over time. Like, uh, I'm interested to see what happens with the New England. It was pretty cool. I mean, even my wife got into the Super Bowl because, obviously, she, you know, yeah. she's been a diehard Pats fan her whole life, too. And, I mean, the whole day was... You know, we scored. Oh, look, we. It was all we, we, we. And it was like, because, you know, it's hitting Tom rock. Right, yeah. So especially when they connected for the first two touchdowns, it's like it felt like a Pat Super Bowl in a way. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 I was rooting for him the whole time. It was great to see him get I will, seven I am interested to see what happens with the void that, like, what happens on the void from when Brady leaves, right? Like, it's gonna, you know what's interesting is, is, like, I would compare it to, like, the void when um, – when what Jordan retired. What do you mean when he leaves? What? Oh, the when he leaves the league? Yeah. Because I mean, think about it. Like, you know, is that going to be anytime soon? <laughs> Brady's going to be 55 still. Yeah, you got to figure out. Like, everybody thinks, like, you want to go out on top, right? Yeah. So they were like, oh, if he wins this year, he's going to retire. It's like, no, he signed two years. He's got another, you know, 25 mil coming his way. He's going to play. And he potentially could win again next year. But if he doesn't, do you, do you just go, okay, I'm, I'm done? I'm over? I mean, you, I tell you what, though, with him, I gave him a lot of credit, right? So, like... I went sledding with the kids the other day, right? Like, neck was all messed up, threw my back out the next day, right? Like, I couldn't even move. I went sledding. Tom Brady just played in the Super Bowl, right? Like, and he's, like, like getting wasted in, Tom like, Brady never parties. drinks. We do beer flights every week. Yeah, well, but I was saying, like, his whole, like, his whole mantra and his whole thing, like, you like, like, the pliability, like, he's not someone that's super shredded or yeah. super ripped. Like, I'm like, I tell you what, man, like, I wouldn't, like, it's, a, like, he's in really good health. Like, moves oh, yeah. well, this, any other, I'm like... I might, I might have to start subscribing like the TB12 method. Dude, their diet is crazy. I remember when all that stuff came out when they, they like they showcased his diet and like the kind of stuff that they eat. I would love to just like unpack that more though and like really get into it to really understand like okay, how much of this is like how much of this is real and how much of it, like I do believe like he, he's really big. It's like a lot of anti-inflammatory stuff, like making sure that you're eating foods that are anti-inflammatory, avoiding things. Um, he's yeah, like he won't eat tomatoes because it's like inflammatory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I, and then some of the stuff that I've seen with their ingredients from their private chef that Giselle would post, I was like, I don't even know where I would find that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I get overwhelmed in the grocery store as exactly. is. Exactly. But then like another one I thought was really cool was like even his sleep stuff. He's like, I get exactly nine hours every night, go to bed at nine o'clock, wake up every morning at six o'clock. He doesn't eat sugars because it messes with your sleep, doesn't drink because it messes with your sleep, and doesn't do caffeine because it messes with your Let's sleep. Let's talk some more about that because that has been an ongoing trend. What? So, the sleep trend? Yeah. You see like I, every time you log into like if you're in the business world obviously you have a linkedin profile when you're logging into linkedin like sometimes these celebrities carry on with these themes or whatever it is like hey i think last year they were talking about you know what would i get what advice would i give to myself 10 20 yeah, years yeah. ago or what have you well recently and i don't know if it had to do with the national day because i didn't pay too much attention to it but everybody was talking about sleeping habits yeah. all across the business world you know ariana huffington all of these people and they were just talking about how sleep is such a necessity yeah, yeah. to fruitful life so what is your typical nightly routine? Do you get a full eight hours? I try to. I As try a dad, to. you get a full eight hour. Even right now with well, uh, no. with Minibug no. crying up. I think with Minibug, I haven't had a, like I don't I don't remember the last night I got a full night of sleep with, with Minibug. So uh, and Mini <laughs> Minibug is just wild. Minibug was up last night, probably about two thirty, like just standing, just hanging out at the crib, like. What's up, everybody? <laughs> about that time. Yeah, we know something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, and I'm like, Mini Bug, like, it's 2.30 in the morning, my guy. Like, we got to lay down. And then he lays down, and then like, you get back to your room, and all of a sudden, next thing you hear, like, hey, hey. I'm still here. <laughs> Come on back. Come on 
you know. So uh, yeah, I haven't had uh, I haven't had a good night of sleep with many books. Uh, but um, but I, what do you plot for? Like, what do you plot for? So I try to go. Um, I definitely try to go eight hours. I try to go about seven o'clock. My kids do iPad time. I try to. Um, that's why I try to get my last like screen time in, just to surf my phone, read the news, or whatever. And then when the kids go down, I usually try to read for about a half an hour to get that same from as from a book. Yeah, from a not book. from a screen. No, because you don't want the blue light. Okay. So they say the blue light is bad for you. Brady says the same thing. So you want no blue light half hour before you go to bed. Me and Brady on the same page there. Okay. And then um, no half, half hour. Yeah, about a half hour before bed, I try to read and then try to get in bed about you know like I said about nine hours before. Uh, actually, I usually try to go eight and a half, eight eight and a half before I get up to, to try to work out. But. And you're an early early riser. Get up, do that workout, yeah. get in the mode, do your thing, jam out. Yeah. You know, maybe some yoga videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be a whole segment within yeah, itself. Yes, like I, I pulled one out the other day and I was like, where did Vinny Mac find a yoga video like he sent me, right? Like how does Vinny Mac you see find what like, I'm the saying? Only, like the only fans girl of yoga? I talked to some yoga. other fellow dads and like I've been starting, like I don't do a vigorous workout in the morning, but I've been doing more stretching because that's definitely yeah. helping, right? So, but with the stretching, it goes hand in hand yeah. with yoga and you turn me on to the yeah. yoga videos and yeah, I'll turn on a yoga video and it's, you know, it's a young lady telling us how to stretch in the morning. When you and then you're like, it feels great though. It does feel great. What the the actual stretching or or her like almost you're thinking she's coming on to you at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell you what though, like I would like to think that, but then like like I tell you what, like so like, I'll do the yoga videos and uh, yeah, no shame in the yoga game, right? Always I, I tell you, if you have back problems, neck problems, anything like yoga, like we'll fix that in a heartbeat. But anyways, I try to do it, and like she's doing, she's like, okay. Deep breath, right? And like I'm doing it, I'm like, oh my god, it hurts so bad. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah. Like even just like learn, like leaning over a specific way, like it, it just, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. Because you know my nightly routine isn't as dialed in as yours. I wish it was, but it's not. I'm a very fly by the fly, yeah, fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy. So yeah, I wish I still slept better. Yeah, but same here. I wish I, I wish I slept better. I, so there are some nights that I'm, you, you're just dog tired and you're out by yeah. like eight thirty nine, and then you wake up refreshed. But half the time, I, you know, my kids end up taking up my bed. So yeah. then I pass out on the couch, which isn't great for your back. And then you get up like, Wah. but when I do sleep in the bed, because lately I've been sneaking up to my son's room, yeah. I sleep there, you know, and I sleep in his bed, and I feel great. So it's like clear I have to find that destination every night. But my times like. Any every day is different. Some days what, it's though. too much coffee. Some days it's yeah. not. Some days I want like some days I'm in the mode and you know I dial right back into work after the kids go yeah. down and I'm like boom and I'll crank out some stuff. Whereas other days I'm like no I want like I, during the week I find it really difficult to kind of you know we talk about TV yeah. shows and stuff to yeah. just dial into that to like find a TV show and pay attention because the moment I turn it on I'm over it's done I, I keel see, over. I don't watch any TV during the week. Yeah, see like I can't. I try and I can't. It's all done essentially on the weekend. I tell you what, though, like the whole when concept. When we're FaceTiming each other. Yeah. Vinny <laughs> <laughs> Mac, they got this OnlyFans documentary, so. Uh, but sleep's important. No, I, I, I will tell you, though, that like I did find. So I, used, I got hardcore for a little while. Like I was super stressed and wasn't really sleeping. So I got hardcore into the diet in terms of like the diet behind sleep. I do believe in that. Like um, certain foods that help you produce melatonin. Right. Certain foods that I like kind of like a common method. Like cherry juice I found was like super like. Because it also gave you like, like also tasted like wine, so that was a nice. Like, oh, I know all about cherry. It's good for you if you have gout. Yeah, yeah. Do a little I'm cherry about that. Do a little cherry juice, and then like making sure over the course of the day, I was eating foods that were really conducive to sleep, and then like watching caffeine and sugar intake. Now, are you buying like actual cherry juice, like that expensive stuff you get at the store? So you're talking about like the palm juice, which like which I've also that's done. a pomegranate juice, but they actually make a cherry juice. I got the Target one for like two ninety nine. Oh, I was wondering because juice. I asked, 
because my you know my my father in law recently had a, a a bout of gout. Yeah, yeah. Um, gout, and for those of you who don't know he gout, yeah. It, well, he said someone told him about cherry juice. Yeah, and he he said he went and bought. You know, Kool Aid cherry jammers. From the store. <laughs> I was like, "That's not cherry juice." And he goes, "Well, it made me feel better." So I was uh, to each their own. But that's why I was yeah, asking. I'm sure that sugar kind of like, you're like, "Yes." <laughs> was it a kid's cherry juice box or was it actually cherry? juice? No, no, actual cherry juice. You get like tart cherry juice on the back shelf. It's at, like when they uh, say, like, if, you, if you're if you're constipated to drink prune juice, that should never has never worked. Granted, I'm not. I like to try the pear juice though, because the pear juice. The pear uh, juice. That's what, I my, that's what I used to give my kids uh, when when they when they get constipated, give them some pear juice, and loosen it right up. So much told me mix Mountain Dew with orange juice and let me tell you uh, with experience it does work <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does work but you know I this is a good segment break into because we were talking about sleep and how you're staying up at night yeah, and yeah. so forth like I'm not up a lot during the night even though I do have a little one mini yeah. Mac like you do mini bug because I have a super wife super wife, super wife right like how the fuck do they do it Dude, man yeah. You know, it's so fascinating that, like, like so with my first two kids, um, it was actually really interesting. Like, my first two kids wouldn't go down, like, for my for me. They would go down for my wife. And now Dude. it's karma. It's the opposite. Bo- yeah. Bo- will only go down. When Do tell I while in. I pour, pour this nut brown ale from Peak AKA Brewing. The, the brown the brown core's light. The brown core's light. Um, no, it was. like So, So, anyways, and I've seen this with, with, with many, uh, you know, many, many females that I know that are moms. Moms could legit just, like, not sleep at all. Yeah, like, the entire night. And then wake up the next day, they're like, hi, would you like some eggs for breakfast? A little toast, right? Like, yeah. You know, oh, hi, kids. You want to play? Like, I wake up and I have no sleep. And I'm, nobody talk to me all day. I know. I need a nap. But it, it, it also begs the question, like, before kids, how come we didn't get that treatment? <laughs> you know what I mean? How come we didn't get that concentrated love? Like, I want to stay up all night with you and make you breakfast in the morning. But, or or the, the other one that's always really interesting, too, is that, like, like, like and I do feel guilty about it. It's like, the man cold is real, right? Like, yeah, you get cold, cold. you're yeah. like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't lay the couch, it's right? True. Like, moms either A, never get sick, or B, when they get sick, like, nothing, like, misses a beat, right? Right. Like, and you're yeah. just like, oh, okay. It's like, like that, that, uh, that Chris Delilah segment where, yeah. he, where he's talking about women throwing up versus dudes throwing up, right? Yeah. Women's could just, they could just throw up and then keep talking, hi, I'm here. I'm independent. The shoes on my feet. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to Chris. He's the man. And then, or dudes, when we throw up, it's like, ah, get my things. (laughs) It's over, right? It's over. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely a big, big, big shout out to to, to, to moms um, with all that. Speaking of of, of parenting. Chapstick and napkins. Did you see that the big thing trending right now is the New York Times documentary Free Britney? Have you seen that trending? No. I, yeah, of course. I, I, I actually opened up news this morning to Justin Timberlake giving an apology to both him, to both her and Janet Jackson, right? Because, I mean, as a dude at this, you know, we're, we're middle-aged. Yeah. So when that, when Crimea River came out, like, that was the tits, right? Like, we were all young, 19, 20. Killed it. When you had a relationship, yeah. you, there was automatically yes, yes, an yes, ex-girlfriend yes, you could pin that yes. to, right? You were like, Crimea River. Right? Yeah. And, like, Tony yeah, we were told. And, 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 yeah, and did we think Britney really cheated on him? Honestly, I didn't even know or care I, I, at the time. It's kind of crazy to think about it. But you're now like, you're like. She definitely like, didn't cheat on him. Right. And now it's, like, this whole, like misogyny it's like it's like all of this now like this whole culture that it's was crazy. built it is but even it's absolutely the, not the whole documentary is also primed on her father being a it's not a conspirator a conservator a conservator is what it is which Ooh. i don't even know what it was which basically says and actually the whole documentary the premise i don't know uh yeah i'll give you the whole premise of it all 
Basically, they say that after her second child, she had postpartum, which anybody that's had a wife with right. kids, like postpartum it is happened. a very real very, thing. Very real. We know people that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, it, and it's gnarly. I mean, it it's a gnarly. gnarly thing that happens, and, and everybody handles it differently. I had postpartum just sitting here in this fucking basement for the last year. I can tell you about that. That might, that, be, right? that might be like more like COVID trauma. <laughs> 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 so, but anyways, they're saying that like basically that, that's why she went crazy, and that was like, if you remember, you obviously we all remember like all the stuff that was all over the tabloids, and she was just out of control, right? During that time, was she? Well, during that time, her dad uses that as an opportunity to become the conservator of her entire estate. So he's overseeing like all of her finances, right? This was like twelve years ago, and he never gave it back, right? They're basically still saying that she is mentally unfit to handle. That was all supposed of her to happen in two thousand nine, and yeah. until this day, he's it's still still, still, over the, still managing fifty eight million dollars. Wow, you know, so like, so why? Just, because they're, they're saying she's mentally unfit, and the court won't, like, go... The court's just like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but wait till... Does, does the documentary... Because I haven't seen it yet. Does it actually explore what he's done? Like, is he utilizing the money? Has he used it? They don't get it? it? The Times can't really figure it all out. Like, and that was, that was actually a really good question that, that I had, is that, like, okay... So what's happening with all the money? Yeah. Like, how's the money being yeah. all distributed, yeah. right? Because he's clearly getting a cut. So like, so like, and then they talk about like he gets like a certain percentage of things. But I'm like, so how does that work for her money? Like, is she allowed to spend her money? Like, how does that like how does it all work? Right. Which was which was fascinating. But it made me think about right. Like, this is a dad's podcast, and it's so fascinating how I felt like uh, probably like like 20 years ago, like for probably about like 1995, right to about 2015, there was yeah. this run like Tiger Woods' dad. Uh, Britney Spears' dad, and there was all these dads that were like super intense. Like I guess even still, like um, Lavar Ball with the Ball Brothers, yeah. with the Mellow and Mahomes things. dad. Like I think there's a lot. I I'm, this is actually a yeah, great but Mahomes, segment. But Mahomes' dad, like I don't, I, you yeah, know, I don't like a jerk. They, yeah, he's not a jerk. He's not a Lavar. I don't know why I would even put them in the same thing. But, but I'm just saying, like, like yeah, as a yeah, this is a great question. Like as a dad, like I would actually have like if my daughter blew up. Yeah. Became pop central, yeah. right? How do you manage that? Yeah. How do I manage that? I don't know if I would have the audacity to put myself in that position to say, I'm going to be the one that manages your money because I wouldn't want to destroy the relationship I have with my daughter just for I that. I just want to trust basis. myself. Like, it's right. such a big I'd be like, listen, thing. There are so many different great professionals out there that could help you with something like this. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think we all want to dream to get rich and stuff, but I just think I, I, I would value. I say this now, right? But I would value I the think relationship I'd, with your kids. Yeah, I value that far more. But there's always these that like Joe Jackson years ago was was like this, right? Like yeah, these dads true. that are incredibly driven that like drive their kids like crazy, right? right? And like it produces some level of success. Yeah, Selena, her dad, right? Yeah, Selena, yeah. right? So there's all these dads out there, and it's just like, like I would love to see a documentary that like just understands their mindset, right? And then like, but in some ways, like to your point, it seems very selfish from yes. that regard in terms of like. Like, are you real? You're not really doing it. For your, you're doing it for yourself, yes. right? Your own ego. That's what I that. get. Like, I automatically assume that Britney's dad was doing it for him and not for her, right? You, you know what's interesting? And I haven't even looked into it. Like, yeah. I just, oh, yeah. I just have that thousand percent the vibe. The media has shaped me to think that way before I've even seen this documentary because you're just like, okay, I understand you were doing her well being, but then you wanted to control her money. Like, right. at the end of the day, did that even matter? Right. Did the money even fuck? I mean, I get it. It's a lot, but did it matter? But you know what's interesting too is like, 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 there's a lot of stuff out there right now about like media being really slanted and this, that, and the other. And it's like, how can we don't hear more stories about like, like Tom Brady's dad, right? Like, remember the remember the, the famous Super Bowl and the kid asked him, he's like, yeah. "Who's your hero?" And Tom Brady's like, "My dad's my hero," right? I mean, but then again, like that's Tom Brady. Like that's exactly what I Tom it was Brady his was mom. saying. No, there's a huge. Oh, is the one with his dad? Yeah, he's like, "My oh. dad's my hero." He gets all teary eyed, right? Oh, and like, I, oh, like, I hate you. No, I've Brady. always like, known there's so been the corny. mom thing with with because his mom had cancer and that yeah, was yeah. a huge thing and so forth. Brady's dad is his hero. 
Dude, there's a great segment about, um, I don't know if you guys can read it, but Brady's parents talking to Mahomes' parent before the Super Bowl. Awesome story. Really? Yeah, it's a really good story. It's a really good story. You know cool. what? Like, I wish, like, like I, I would love to see, again, like, just getting next to some of the slanted media coverage. Like, I'd love to see more something. Like, like, like uh, in an NFL clip, I don't know if you saw this or not, uh, before the Rams played the Bills, did you see the clip where McVay goes up to Belichick and he's just like, hey, yeah, man, yeah. a lot of respect for what yeah. you do. Yeah. Sound, the other, the other. I'm like, why don't we get more of that stuff out there, right? Like, I yeah. like that stuff. Like, I want to see people picking people's brains. Of, like, yeah. I guess that's just my vibe. Like, I like talking to successful people to just understand what makes yeah, them like, successful. Like, the whole LaShawn McCoy hugging Andy Reid. Yeah. You know what I mean? At Super Bowl. He's got the Bucks jersey on because he plays for the Bucks now. Yeah. And he's hugging Andy Reid, right? Like bear, like straight up behind him, bear hugging him. Yeah, these are all terrific stories that just, they finally come out. But yeah, you would think they would be like the highlight, right? Yeah. Like, you need more good in the world. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, 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 like just more like positivity out there in terms Absolutely. of like, you know, this, that, or the other that's uh, that, that that's happening. Yeah. So, and then I just, I, I, I just to, to change gears a little bit, like I completely forgot that um, we we jump right into it. We didn't even introduce or talk about the the bruise. The bruise today, yeah. Podcast. Actually, well, hey, we uh, it's always good to shift it up a little bit, right? So, in the middle of this episode, I did mention that we are drinking. Peak Brewing, which uh, Peak Organic Brewing, which is actually based out of Portland, according to this can. We got a nut brown, toasty and tasty brown ale that I poured in. Yes, we're utilizing <laughs> Dixie cups again in uh, Vinnie Mac's basement. We got to get another set of glasses. We like, will. You need we a will. set of three. Yeah, if I you need a set of three. if you sell uh, or if you make flight glasses, we want to hear from you. Free advertising for you. We because we need a new set of glasses. You know too. what's interesting? Just, but but anyways, I wanted to oh, finish describing this nut brown that I poured into you that you said tasted like a brown Coors Light, and then you afterwards agreed it tastes like a brown. Coors <laughs> it does Light. taste. So yeah, and then we're on Sloop again, and we have the Treehouse. You know what? And here's what, so to all of our Boston listeners, I would love to hear like what. People, so you know how for us, like we're from Connecticut, right? So there's certain Connecticut brews, actually local brews, right? Like I'm a big, I'm a big Tox guy. I really enjoy Ooh, Tox. You're a Tox guy there, you little nutmegger. Yeah, yeah, I like them. Um, we had, I had some New Park last weekend that was really good. I would love to hear from the Massachusetts folks or anybody that's been in Massachusetts, like what, like so for me in Massachusetts, Trillium and Treehouse are like the pinnacle, right? And they're like really good. But I wonder, is it something like where it's overhyped and like people that are actually in the know are like, yeah, yeah, Treehouse and Trillium are really good. But here's like the low, like the underground, like really good brewery. Yeah, we want to hear from you. We want to know. You like, know what I mean? Real, Even that? our main listeners. Yo, shout out to you guys out in Portland that are listening to us too. We want to hear because obviously we think oh, we yeah, have Portland, Portland down, but we don't. Actually, you know what? I would like I said, like we would really love just overall more fan interaction. So definitely DM us or, or tweet at us or, or hit us up on Facebook because I know we talk about a lot of brews in New England area, but we would love to hear about the main brews in Portland or Michigan brews in terms of the breweries. Yeah, there. absolutely. I think know, here in Connecticut we're talking. We've done a lot of talks. Yeah. These guys brewery. We've done these guys. Uh, thirty mile. We've done thirty mile. Um, Outer Light. Relic. Relic. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is like, These so, are all great. There's a, a, brand a, new Con, there's a brand new one, Concentric, out of Portland, Connecticut. Concentric Brewing by a firefighter, from what I hear. Yeah, but listen, I'll tell you what. As, like, as a nutmegger, like, I feel like Connecticut, like, I feel like we got some pretty good breweries. We like, do. We, we can compete so, like, with I, like I told you, I went to visit my yeah. my sister out in Stanford, and I wanted to stop at Half Full I Brewery. I stop at um, Abomination. And, uh, Abomination. Because that makes the, Two roads. Yep. There's there's tons of stuff and it's coming out more and more and more and more and more and like and and you know it's shout- so localized yeah though. yeah and it it's hard to pick like we said in the last episode your favorite brewery right yo yeah. shout out to our neighbor Luke Luke knows right it's it's hard to pin down your favorite brew I don't know I definitely got uh, I definitely got some of my favorites I got I you know I particularly love the Epicure and I love Epicure I know you love Epicure and I love Epicure's tap room I like tap rooms. 
You, that's interesting. That's interesting that you describe that. Can't like, wait your to get favorite back. brewery is based more so on on a tap room um, on the tap room, <laughs> not necessarily is, the beers. Yeah, versus the beer. Like I go, I definitely go because like, so relics. So I never. I think they I go hand in hand. I've never been to relics tap room, but like I'm a huge. I, I don't think relics makes a bad brewery. There, honestly, like Vinny Mac and I had to run some errands today. It was like nine thirty in the morning, and I was like, "You think you think we can go?" I was like, "Oh, President's Day, nine thirty in the morning. No, no breweries are no breweries are open. So that's definitely. I guess I could have brought my own." All right, changing gears a little bit back, right? We always go a little bit of advice. We always get into a little bit of investing stuff. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, we talked about the past Bitcoin's years. Bitcoin's approaching 50,000, but go on. We, I think during the summer, we were on the Bitcoin train. So I hope all of the all the listeners got in on the Bitcoin we said to. Also, just want a little bit of pat in the back. Airbnb was at 190 a share. Now it's nice. At two, now it's at 215 and a I share. I still haven't bought in. Not saying anything, so... <laughs> But so what was really interesting is like so there's a lot of uh, one of the things I think about is so IBM and Intel and like even like Kodak years ago they were like blue chip stocks and you never thought that they were gonna go away that's right? true like that's you true. thought that like absolutely whatever so here we sit and we're looking at companies like Apple and Microsoft and we're like oh, man like they're never gonna go away like they're right. always gonna and it's right. like but they're going to at some point right? right like like at some point things change over and there will be a new up like Google came out of nowhere Amazon came Zoom. out of nowhere. See, I think Zoom. Um, I don't think Zoom has a long life, uh, long lifespan. I think that Microsoft Teams takes over, and I think that uh, Microsoft okay. will push them out because uh, okay. Microsoft will just offer a better package, right? Right. But um, I was thinking more so, like if we go through just some of the Dow thirty, right, or just some of the bigger companies. Do you feel as though there is a company that is susceptible that in twenty years will not be the powerhouse that it is today? Twenty years from now, a company that wouldn't like an Amazon not being an Amazon, essentially yeah. like a hypothetical. Okay. Do I know of a particular company that I think wouldn't be around twenty years from today? That's a great question. Do you have one while I think? So I have two so for my two investment pitches. Okay. Um, two that I'm interested in, but I don't understand. I, I'm not sure about the longevity of them. One is Disney. So Disney is a blue chip stock that's obviously been around since like the 50s, right? right. Disney. So this is your pitch of the week to see if you finally bite the you know bite, bite, bite the, down. Oh no, I'm biting in. I'm getting on Robin Hood too. <laughs> Even though how sketch it is, I think I'm getting in. Everybody's on it, and I'm like, oh, but we'll dive into my refi too because yeah, I yeah, got some yeah, helpful yeah. advice there. So with Disney, right? So the whole pitch on Disney is Disney Plus has come out, and Disney Plus is just a huge success. They picked up tons of subscribers, right. um, probably because you can go to the wife. Hey, uh, do you want to watch Disney Plus something else? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like everybody, like if any, if you have kids, like I would love to meet the person that has kids that does not have Disney Plus, right? Like, right. Everybody has everybody has Disney Plus. So like um, that, and they're producing just tons and tons and tons and tons right. of content, right? They right. got a new Marvel Loki Fox, series, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, they're just producing tons of content. They're making all this Fucking money, and their stock, so their stock is at like one forty a share. I want to say it's at like one seventy. I'm about to look that up next time. Isn't that crazy? It's only at one seventy. So, and then it dropped down, and that's without the parks being open right now. So there's a whole notion that when the parks open as part of the reopen trade as well. Bust up. Gonna, it's just going to explode so as you, well. You bought into it. I kind of want to get in, but I'm like, I'm like, ah, how much long? Like, how much more does this have room to just run? So right? is that why you're pondering that maybe this wouldn't be this could, potentially could be something that falls twenty years? So now. the thing is, right? So like, if you look at Netflix, I think Netflix just recently turned a profit. Also, there was a great podcast that I listened to on the Netflix creator, um, just in terms of how they did it. Like, fascinating story. Like you called that a couple episodes ago, like the culture of Netflix and how. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. The, the book with that Reed Hastings did the CEO. Well, Netflix. they bring on the co-founder in um, in this podcast that I listen to. It's, it's by the guy that's like the four 
four four day work week or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, and okay. He, he hosts the co-founder. It's a or whatever. podcast called the Four Day Work Week. Yeah, yeah. He, go, he interviews some of these different guys. Okay. And um, so it was really good, but he he brings him on. But anyways, they just like begin to turn a profit, and they're looking for but like. Netflix is spending burning tons of cash to produce content, and the market is becoming so saturated with like Peacock and all these other things. So it's like, all right, how how profitable is streaming really going to be in the the long term? Right? Like, I think it is. I um. Oh wait, you're going to keep going here? No, no, go ahead. We're gonna say- no, because I'm just thinking like. As cliche as the statements that content is king, right? Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes in hand with the podcast, and that's here, right? The pitch for Disney. We have to create content yeah. that's essentially so applicable to our target audience. Yeah, and if you have the best content, because that's what we do, we talk about yeah. how awesome this show was, yeah. or like the Britney documentary, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's content, yeah. right? So I have a feeling whoever wins at that game. So I definitely think they're going to be there long term because it, think twenty years ago, you know, you still had like everybody was going to ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah. You know, you had your prime time. Yeah. Your what was that thing on Friday nights? What was it? TGIF Fridays. TGIF, you had right. you had Blossom. Whoa, you know what I mean? You had all these different things. And it's like that's going to still be around, and people are in, you know engaging more streaming content. There's just more platforms coming up now. You got everybody's plus Discovery Plus, ESPN Plus, blah blah blah. It's plus. so crazy because like it's, really- yeah, they're just jumping. So it's what it's. I think they're all going to be around if they continue to make good content. And I just have a feeling like like Disney, for example, yeah. is going like they have Star Wars. There's like nine different shows coming out this year alone. <laughs> Bro, we know there could be 35, and there's an absolute and that's following just Star Wars, there. And then there's Marvel. Right, and right. So I have a feeling. And the like, princess, they got another movie coming so out. So your, to your point, I think Disney's a good buy. I do. I think it's a good buy right now. Even sell my Dogecoin and get on Disney. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, Dogecoin, which crashed almost like recently. Yeah. So that was so that was one, and I, I think uh, oddly, in a weird turn of events, I think Vinnie Mac has just convinced me that like I think I think I'm literally going to sell my Dogecoin tomorrow and pick up some Disney. Pick up some Disney, but know? but it goes back to another question you were asking. Me. You're like, what? Like, let's start talking about what's starting to fade out. Well, so another right one, now, like what's starting to fade out? Like I I personally think. Your social channels like Facebook, See, I think Facebook Snapchat. will not be around in 20 years. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say they won't be around. I just think it'll be completely different than it is now. See, I think about MySpace, right? Like, think, think about MySpace. Think about um, – oh Why God, did MySpace about- fail, though? Because you know, because you had to you had to be a computer programmer to get your page like look normal. I figured it out. I There's a lot of Google help. Listen, I couldn't do anything. I used to have, I, I, I used to have I somebody else do it for me. Not me. I uploaded like killers videos the whole nine. Like, no, no. I awesome. had somebody. I had somebody do my whole page. I'd be like, hit him up. But hey, 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 uh, hey, uh, you think you could update my page? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. But I'm saying, but they did transform. But obviously, Facebook knocked them out. You know, Facebook, think about, Google Plus couldn't make it. Think about Napster. Napster was a thing, right? Napster, LimeWire, and then so freaking Beats came out. So and- my answer to your question, your original question here is, is I think one of the, these platforms is going to be gone. They're, I, I just think they're going to be, I agree. They're gonna be completely utilized differently. So we talked a lot about index funds. I won't touch an index fund if it has Facebook as a, as a major holder. No in shit. Because okay. like, I just I don't believe in it. That's I don't, interesting. I, I think it's going to get ready. Honestly, okay. too, like, I hate the platform. I hate the way it's organized. Like I hate everything about Facebook. Like I hate fa- like For all of our loyal listeners out there, I hate Facebook more than I hate Robinhood, even though I have the Robinhood app. I don't have Facebook, so that tells you something there. That's great. <laughs> and while you're saying this, because we have ESPN in the background, I hate Bill Blaschke. Just gonna go out and say that. I mean, would it be would it, would it be an episode without a random without a random comment from without a random comment from, from Mac? You gotta love it. Let me ask you another one. Another one I had up there is so there's also so actually I got in a Walmart. I made a little bit of money off Walmart because uh, I got in really low. It popped and, and then it dropped a little bit. 
Walmart is supposed to be coming out with Walmart Plus, which is supposed to be the same as uh, Prime for, for Amazon, where you okay. get free two-day Makes shipping. Makes sense. But I was still I'm like, is Walmart going to be like – I feel like – Amazon's too big. They're too embedded. Well, what I'm saying more so is that like I wonder if – no, I guess not. Like I don't think Walmart could have a fall off. Like you I know, wonder if Walmart could fall off. So I'm – yeah, that's a, yeah, I don't think it's going to fall off. Now, it's still – unless there's somebody to challenge that marketplace and you, you like – and there was at one point, right, like a Kmart, so, right? So cool. Yeah, yeah. Target's not going to drop down no, because Target's take, a whole different clientele, a whole different clientele. So I don't necessarily. So unless there's a challenger, and they have so much money, they're going to continue to get better, right? They're absolutely going to continue. You would think you would continue to get better, and they're going to start catching up with some of these guys. So, so yeah, I, I, yeah, it's about as much as I would say about Walmart. About Walmart in terms of that, like, what about like, like, do you think like so? Big tech is also actually. You know what? I'll go another one. So how about the dating apps? You think the like because that there's big there's big news right now around you know the Bumble CEO she's 31 right what it's awesome yeah she's the Bumble CEO also co-founded Tinder why she's are 31. you and I not successful she's how is she 31 she's 31 years old it's a great story I mean women in tech I mean you know power to you that it's Being awesome like young 31? I know so young but. To my point here, are those dating apps going to still be relevant? Oh, I think so. You think so? Because like, probably even more so. The the next generation, they're so like this that like like there's no like nobody meets people like you and I used to meet each so other. So is it going to get worse before it gets better? Oh, I think so, thousand percent. Okay. okay, I feel like yeah, I guess everything comes in waves, right? That like it'll get. Worse I don't know. I feel like when COVID opens up, like every single person is going to like the bars are going to be. Oh, yeah. Hopping again like so they were in the late 90s. So they were like, hey, listen, for the past week, there's been zero COVID cases. You and I are going to Uber to the casino and like we're just going to like wild out. Yeah. More so like when they were like, listen, you don't have to wear a mask because like I only want to go where I don't have to wear a mask. And not saying that like I don't believe the mask wearing. I'm just saying that like I want it to be that safe that like I can go. Yeah. I'm, wear I'm ab- absolutely with you. And then I want to go to the crap table and like play a yep. little blackjack, roulette. Like I want to go. I've already thought about this. I'm like, listen, as soon, as this, as soon as this breaks out, like. I'm gonna put aside like I gotta put aside probably like probably like 500 to, to go through. Yeah, we got thing. vacations galore. So go back to the vacation episode because we were dreaming <laughs> about vacation. But I'm saying more so like episode. oh, 500 side, and you and I are gonna go to the casino. Uh, and and you know we should go. We should hit up some of the different casinos too because I hear the um you know we should go. We should go to that Boston casino. The one speaking of our Boston listeners was that Wachusett or something? No, they got a, a new win that opened up in uh, up. in in Boston. It's Recently, to be dope. Like yeah. during COVID. No, uh, before like right before, probably a little bit before. Um, Honestly, right before COVID started, I went to Secrets in Cancun, and I can't wait to go back. I heard the MGM. <laughs> in, I heard the MGM in Springfield was pretty dope too. Okay. But I would love to hit both of those up, man. Just go like I said. I'm probably make five hundred drink, have a couple hundred to gamble, and then and 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 then just wild out with with, with all that. I'm man. game. Oh, I can't wait to wild. Out. I can't wait to wild. Out. All right. Hopefully, COVID ends uh, soon enough. It's coming soon. So, all right, let's transition to begin to to to, to land this plane. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Spears stuff. What are you, what are you watching, Vinnie Mac, in terms of uh, coming up in terms of things to, to, to watch? Coming up to watch or what I have watched? So this past weekend I watched, which I was actually dying to watch for a while, but after I watched it, I wasn't overly excited. <laughs> so I'll give it I'll give it three out of five stars. But I watched Let Him Go, which is the movie with Kevin Costner and Diane Lane. A yeah. uh, little slow. Um, uh, I, I will tell you at the end, I was pretty super emotional and I was standing in the living room going, shoot him, shoot him. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, I just thought like it was, it could have been like, it was like one episode on TV of a show. You know, it was like literally an episode of Yellowstone just dialed in, like really kind of tight. So I watched that. I watched what it's I literally the same concept. Cause I think it's literally yeah. it's Yellowstone. It's Kevin Costner. Horses. Out in the wilderness. 
literally the same concept. Yeah, just 50 years earlier. But I would say, no, what you were, you, you got me. I wanted, you said there's a new episode of Temptation Island. So listen, set your DVR. <laughs> our next episode, we're going to break down the first episode of, of, of Temptation Island. Temptation Island. Because it's on tomorrow night is episode season three. Season three, They're tomorrow night. They're in quarantine together. So the whole concept of the show, and I haven't really <laughs> seen a lot of it, but Joe Turner and these married people are sent to an island, which I think is absolutely ridiculous because yeah. if you love somebody, it's like, I don't need to see if there's another option. So obviously, whole idea is can shows. you get tempted? Yeah, it's don't get me wrong. Joe watches The Bachelor from time to time because he likes that shit. So we're gonna get into that a little bit. and We're gonna talk about. Oh, listen, Boog loves uh, loves the reality television. Like I love I love me some some raunchy it's just reality so television. Fake, like sometimes, and I'm just oh, like, it's so oh, scripted. It's but so- like. But like, 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 so like, I think no, I don't even think it's fake. It's scripted. I just think the fucking people are fake. <laughs> it's a combination of the fake. I tell you what, though, like, like sometimes you watch it and like you just so like I also think these producers like load these people up with liquor uh, and like like it just like craziness just happens, right? Like I watched like Are You the One on Netflix and like I'm, you're watching it and you're just like. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. Yeah, this is just, it's, like, it's a huge car wreck, right? Like, it's just a yes, giant it's a car wreck. fucking car wreck. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, season two, you got to watch season two of, of Temptation Island. Like I said, it's like episode, like, three or four. Island. And you're just like, is this, this is happening? Like, you're on, you're on national television doing this, yeah, right? Yeah, you, you had me watching that Too Hot to Handle or whatever it was. Yeah. But that's single people. Like, The Bachelor, single yeah. people. I want to see married people. That just sounds <laughs> fucked up, right? Like, so I can't wait to watch No, that. they're not married. They're, 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 they're baiting whether or not they want to take the next step and get married, right? Like, hey, listen, I don't know if I want to be with you for the rest of my life. <laughs> I got to say, no, yeah. I, I summed it up for you. Yeah. I said, I said, yeah, I love you, but there might be a better opportunity yeah. out there. So let's find I just, out. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I just want to make sure. How does that sound appealing to anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just in case. Just in case, right? And then, like, of course, like, they go, like, they build these casts, like, perfectly, right? Like, I love, like, I also want to know, like, one of the things I've always found really interesting is I wanted to know what the screening process looks like for some of these shows, right? Like, how do you cultivate it so you yeah. know you're going to get dropped? Yeah. Right? Like, do you, like, do you put these people in, like, like a, a raw shoot just to say, hey, yeah. like, listen, let's just get, like, a trial run. Let me just see how you are at this. Right. And then I'm going to give it a go. Like, I've always wondered that because it, it blows up and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. Some of it you can tell, like, oh, this is scripted. But sometimes it blows up and you're like, well, I didn't see that coming. That was awesome. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I think most of it is probably scripted. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, outside of that, I watched, uh, besides when I uh, watched the Michigan game yesterday with them come back. Big dub, Wisconsin. big dub. That was dope. Um, outside of that, no. I, I don't have... Yeah, you know, all my Star Wars shows ended. Uh, you gotta get into Clone Wars. I really enjoy Clone eh, Wars. Just the cartoon. I watch enough cartoons yeah, dude, with the it kids. Is a, it's a violent cartoon. Really? I literally saw. Someone... You would think I could watch it because I mean I do pay attention to a lot of that Peppa Pig. I think they chopped somebody's head off with a lightsaber uh, on the cartoon, and okay. I was like, okay. And my kids are like, Dad, you can't be watching this. And I was like, it's a cartoon. I'll have to check like, that out. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh no, but hey. Um, so that's what we're watching. So we're gonna land this plane. Yeah, we here. yeah we're gonna be we gonna land the plane, and uh, we always appreciate the listen. Uh, you know, and uh, if you have any uh, good beer tips, we would love to hear them. Uh, good vacation tips or, or places to yeah. visit. And this is our tenth, no, our eleventh episode. So we got ten episodes running. Go to dadstakeflight.com. You can check out all our episodes there. We even started Content, blogging photos, a little bit. Different types we'll of put stuff. Put another blog post up there. But and, yeah, more importantly, let us know. Rate us on your podcast app. Definitely rate us. Even if we're the Definitely shittiest people you ever heard, you only listen to two minutes, and you only want to Mitty give Mac us one and I star. Go this give us the one star. Where I'm like, hey, listen, you Mitty know Mac. what I mean? And you, hey, our Boston folks, our Maine folks, we even got some people on the West Coast. I got three people in the state of Washington. Let us know what you want to hear. Give us an we idea. Would for like a said, we would love to hear. We'll Mitty break Mac. it down. Like Washington people, how about the Washington beer scene? Is there some beer we should explore over there? Seattle, I would love to hit up. I would Seattle. love Seattle's awesome. Coffee. We got a plan oh. too. 
Listen, we get this thing big enough, we're going to plan like a, a, a big, what do they call it when we all come together? Like a, like a convention? Like a dad's take flight convention? Dad's we'll, take flight we'll, convention. We'll all I come like together that. somewhere. I know. We all might the dads do an episode of 30 Mile. I'm thinking we should. Yeah, stay tuned. We definitely got a couple breweries that are, that are interested in hosting us. And uh, if you're a brewery listening to us, hey, uh, we would we would love to come to a yeah. show. Yeah. Well, yeah. And thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, this uh, doesn't happen without you guys. So thank you uh, for, for for all the listens. We're trying to get to trying to get to a thousand soon. Right? Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I've, yeah, we're approaching a thousand downloads. It should get there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we need to partner up with another one of these dad podcasts. So if you're a dad podcast. Hit us up, too. Hit us up, man. Let's share some stories. But uh, in the vein of it, hey, we love you. And uh, hopefully your Valentine's Day was 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 good. Or maybe it was cheese and Netflix. But either way, like, it's over now. Cheese so balls you don't and gotta... Netflix. P.S. Favorite line of all time is, you don't have to get me anything for Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, that could be a segment within itself. But we all know how we do it, yeah. right? All right, Winston, we'll see you. Uh, no Bama. And until next time. One love. Later. <laughs>